0: This is Wealth Builders presented by Staten Walsh, a show designed to pull back the curtain of the financial industry and bring true transparency to the forefront of conversation. On the show, we cover topics like financial education, current events, and interview business leaders and industry experts with the ultimate goal of helping listeners discover their own path to financial independence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wealth Builders. I am Devin Walsh. I am joined today by my business partner, Ryan Staten, and a great friend of mine, Greg Durward. Um, Greg and I met through my fiance, Marissa, a few years back and it just created an awesome relationship. He's uh, more than just a friend. He's a great mentor of mine. He is an operations genius, in my opinion, and recently just wrote an awesome book, The New You, Goal Mapping and Pivoting in a Changing the World. And great when I told you when when I got this off Amazon, I picked it up and couldn't put it down. Read it all in 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 a few hours, and it was it was fantastic. Uh, So congrats on all the success with the new book. Um, So welcome to the show, Tay. Really appreciate you taking the time to um join us.
1: Yeah, thanks, Deb and Ryan. Great to see you guys, and uh, looking forward to the conversation.
2: Great. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it off. We, we asked you a couple of questions. Yeah. I, first, I want to kind of just preface this episode, you know, goals, objectives, and our practice, things we talk about consistently with clients, obviously through the scope of the financial planning lens. Uh, but today, I think what we're going to focus on and what your book really focuses on is uh, on a general, from a general point of view, you know, applying goal mapping to many different aspects of your life whether you own a business, whether you're building a financial plan, whether you just wake up one day and you say, I just want to really get my life on a different path or get it back on track or whatever that may be. And I know you're going to share some great insights for us with that today. But before we get there, I always like to lead off since we're going to be talking a lot about your professional bio. uh, One of my favorite questions to ask guests on the show is tell us something interesting about yourself that wouldn't show up in a professional bio.
1: Oh, great question. Well, I, I think uh, the, the best way to answer that is, you know, I'm sitting here in my church and um, I'm here because uh, when we're done our conversation, I'm going to go into rehearsal for our praise team and um, I play bass for our contemporary worship team. All
2: bass Yeah, right.
1: So, I've been playing guitar since I was a kid and always enjoyed that, you know, it was in garage bands in high school, uh, and uh you know playing for 13 year old birthday parties and stuff like that and uh hadn't touched it for years and um gosh probably around seven or eight years ago you know our our church was really growing its contemporary worship and uh you know started playing guitar again uh with them and then a few years ago i switched to bass just because i thought it'd be fun and i'm having a blast with it
0: that's awesome that is awesome it's uh it's funny we uh we're on on a little guitar kick here uh our most recent interview we did too. uh uh, guitar is the answer there as well. So we're on this little musician kick right now, Ryan. Cool. We'll have to get the
2: band together. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> we're going to have to find some other people. We're going to have to find a drummer and a
2: singer now. We'll, we'll be set. There <laughs> you go. So, you know, tell us a little bit. That Thank you, obviously, for sharing that. So tell us a little bit about your journey. You know, Devin mentioned you spent a lot of years working in operations and Talk a little bit about your professional experience and how that's kind of led to you or how that led up to you ultimately writing your book.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. So my my background generally looking back the past 20 plus years is centered around administration and operations. You know, I've uh, had um, HR departments report to me, finance departments, IT, IT. fleet services, uh, facilities management, all those back office facilities and operational functions that are core to, to a smooth operating office. Um, so I, I've always thrived on and needed to be organized and focused and um, strategic in nature. Uh, I'm, I, I'm a sucker for a strategic plan. I want to know the big picture, you know, so, um, so I think that's the, the 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 main background thread thread of my experience. The other thing I'll mention is that going back to you know just out of college, I I've started creating my own personal goals. You know, I was blessed with the opportunity to work with some some uh, some great mentors and coworkers early in my professional career that gave me some structure around goal planning. And you know, teed me up to you know looking at uh, you know uh, Stephen Covey and Napoleon Hill and a lot of these greats, in, in terms of you know creating a, um, a focus around a burning desire in your life, and uh, has I, I basically just tweaked and nurtured that process for myself personally over the years, and then at some point, you know, as as I grew in management responsibilities. I took that you know goal planning structure and applied it to my teams, you know, because I wanted to make sure that the team was on the same page from a strategic standpoint, and it also helped me hold them accountable and have transparency uh, in, in, in supporting them and in,
0: in holding them accountable. That's great. So when I've read the book. I went through the goal mapping process, and, I, and I've kind of applied it to our practice. And it's it, it, when Ryan talks about goals and objectives, it's, it's the key to success in everything, whether it's an individual, whether it's a business. So is this really for everybody, whether it's you're a business owner or an individual? How is this applied to not only the business owners out there who might find this extremely effective, but also the individuals who might just be an employee of a company and kind of doing this for their own personal lives? Sure, sure.
1: Great question, Deb. So I, I would say that the the only the only way this process wouldn't apply to someone is if it's someone that has no desire to improve themselves. Hmm. You know, you need to have first and foremost that innate desire to take things to another level, to improve your situation, to improve your life. And if you if you come with that expectation, then yes, uh, it can be relevant and helpful and life-changing for whatever industry you're in, you know, whatever stage of life you're in. You know, I'm 50 years old, and I'm still adding new goals to my list every year as well. So, um, but it's it's also great for college graduates and people just starting their career who are still trying to figure out, you know, what they want to do with their lives and what their purpose is in life. So it can apply uh, in in those situations, as well as a 40, 50, 60-year-old and you're onboarding a new client and you're asking them those financial goals and retirement plans, you know, that all encompasses that as well.
0: And I think it's so important to write down like your vision, your objectives, you know, putting it out there rather than just like so many times we have these ideas and we don't write them down, actually writing it down and having um, that the vision and what's your mission statement. It's so important to see that as a physical thing. And I know one thing that Ryan does that I've started doing every single year he writes down his—I almost steal his thunder—but he writes down his um goals and his his everything he wants to accomplish every year on a note card and puts it in his wallet. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's, that's it's fantastic. Mean, if, it's
1: if 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 you don't write them down, you're not taking it seriously, yeah. you know. Because not only—and then not only do you write it down, but you know, Ryan, if it's in your wallet, that means you're referring to it. You know, I—you yeah. know, Doug know, in the book, you'll rem- remember that. I you know drill it down to a weekly and daily process of checking those short term goals and figuring out what you're going to do to to have stepping stone tasks this week to get one step closer to accomplishing those those short term goals.
2: Absolutely, no, yeah, that uh, that's an exercise. I actually, I picked up from a friend of mine that did it, and he you know he just kind of said like this is a it's a subconscious thing. It's like you write them down and you also carry them with you. I mean, obviously we carry most of us carry wallets with us everywhere so they're always yeah. with you and and one of the the philosophy behind that is the subconscious mind always knows like those those things are buried in the back of your mind and one of the things one of the biggest parts of that exercise is actually those are considered you know long term for a year you know 12 month goals but you don't pull it out maybe a couple times a year but you mm-hmm. just look at it and you would be surprised when just by going through that exercise and kind of planning that seed in your head that yeah. I don't think, I don't think I've ever had a year where I've gotten through the entire list, but I periodically will check it. And I'm like, Oh, I actually, you know, I did that. And I, and I wasn't thinking about the list while I was doing it. It was just the initial exercise of saying, I want to do these things and, and kind of letting your, your brain and your, your body take over. It's just like one of those things that that can happen. But You know, when I was reading through your process, it it definitely the way that it breaks everything out, that short term, midterm, long term, it it does a really good job, I think, of helping us because we're all human beings. We have busy lives. If we put a list, I'm guilty of it, too. I'll put a list of 10 things I want to accomplish on the fridge. And I rarely ever get to those. It's kind of like I got to chip away at them. But I really like your process of breaking it down in those segments of time because it gives you, it's kind of like the, almost like a, we talk about snowball effect when you're paying off debt. It's like pay off something small, and that starts the momentum of getting to those bigger ticket items. Uh, you know, getting those out of the way. So I think that right. this really, you know, and it looks like there's some some things that you do to prioritize. And so I guess drill down a little bit more on on the process and how. You envision it for an average everyday person using it. How they could apply it to you know everyday life?
1: Sure, sure. Well, even before we talk about goal planning, the the first couple steps of the process deal with just stepping back and and, and being reflective about your, your your values and and the priorities of your life. Um, what are your passions? What are the different roles that are important to you? Are you a father, a mother, a business professional? volunteer um and just writing down and clarifying and affirming in your mind what what the 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 values and roles and passions and your your unique abilities there there's um there's an assessment called the unique abilities assessment you know through strategic coach where i walk you through the process of identifying what your unique abilities are the things that you're great at and you love to do if you incorporate those skills into your projects and your in your goals, then you're more likely to accomplish them. Um, you know, uh, Zig Ziglar talked about how you know he hates it when these um, uh, uh, consultants talk about how you can do anything you want. You know, and that's not true. You know, uh, Wilt Chamberlain would not have been a great jockey. It, he could have said, "He might <laughs> be a great jockey. I'm going to be a good jockey." It just wouldn't happen. So identifying those unique abilities, you know, maybe I should be a basketball player, you know, and um, you know, just be mindful of that. So, so going through that process then gives you the opportunity to come up with uh, an overarching purpose or mission statement. You know, companies do the same thing and have a corporate mission statement, and that's basically, you know, your purpose, the reason for for, for existing, and this is something that won't change from year to year. And then the next thing uh, that that we do in the process is to to look at vision statements, and and a lot of people uh, um, mix up the difference between mission and vision statements. Like, you know, a, a mission statement is your purpose. A vision is that aspirational look at what things will look like in the future, best case scenario, if you once you've accomplished all your goals. You know, so. And then what I do is I recommend to folks that you break your goals and your visions it in, down into categories. So we, we we've talked about um, financial goals, right? You know, I, I break my categories into faith, family, career, wealth, knowledge, community, and was that the other one? Help me. What, what's the seventh one? Look look it up in the book. <laughs> faith. Here. Faith. Family. Career. Wealth. Health. Kevin, you knowledge, wrote book. Knowledge and
0: community. No, I, so think
1: I, I think I forgot health.
0: Okay. You guys can edit right. that out. <laughs> <laughs> so you you've created this, like we said, this awesome process. And now it's in book form, you no. Know, writing a book is intimidating. I, I think about writing a book and like, I, I read this. And I'm like, how how the heck you do this? this? This is fantastic. So first of all, why did you do it? How was that process? Yeah. And how, how did this, you know, this vision you had, like that vision same you had when you created this process, obviously one of the visions you had was to write a book and spread it out to the masses. So, what was that journey like when when did it come back was it yeah. 20 years ago you thought about this i'm doing like yeah this is quarantine it's like let's
1: just, do this thing yeah this is literally something that i've just started thinking about over the past couple years and it's mainly because people have suggested that i because because over the years i mentioned how you know friends and family know that i'm doing this and, and they've asked for help so i've I've walked a lot of folks through this process just as you know to, to help friends and, and folks you know, in my circle. And they said, you should write a book about this. You know, people would love this. And I was like, I never really took took that seriously. And then the pandemic happened and the world shut down. And I noticed so many people struggling. Through this, I mean, I mean, I, I get it, you know, uh, but I saw a lot of people just searching for meaning in their lives, looking, wanting to reset, you know, uh, refocus what they do with their career. You know, maybe they were laid off, um, and I realized. I mean, I, I lost my job last year too, but the difference between someone who's gone through this process as opposed to someone who hasn't gone through this process, we're all going to hit adversity multiple times throughout our lives. It's inevitable. But if you've already developed complete peace and clarity about your your purpose, you know your, your goals, and, and, and the reason why you exist— when you hit those stumbling blocks, it's so much easier to push through them and continue leaning forward towards those long-term goals because you realize this is just a stumbling block, block as opposed to someone who's never gone through this process and they freak out. They're, they're lost. So I was like, it's time for me to try to share the story with some folks um, because I, I saw too many people struggling when I, when, when I didn't think they, they, they needed to. No. so and, and the other thing i'll tell you is that i'm blessed with many people in my uh my business circle and one of them happens to be an author she's you know uh, published several books herself and uh she offered to, to to guide me through the process and you know, showed me how to go through the the, the steps of uh self-publishing on amazon so uh so that was uh you know the the final final straw she said let's do it and i was like okay so we 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 you know knocked it out literally in a course of uh, like 3 months
0: really that's awesome it's impressive
1: and i knew the story you know I, I you know i've been doing it for 20 years and uh and and she helped me Pat, you know if you've read the book you you know that i use a lot of personal stories and uh, not just my own, but from my father and several mentors that have been, you know, uh, close to me over, over the, the the decades. So she interviewed them and, and helped pull some great stories out of them that I wouldn't have thought to ask, and, and we really tied it together into a nice uh, nice story.
0: Yeah, I mean it's great. I mean you you read this book and you look at the forward and and some of the people uh, that, that spoke about this book. I mean there's some serious people, like business leaders in this community that have talked about. Your success and operations and everything. So, who influence? Like you've had all these. Like you talk about your business network. right? you have a fantastic network, and you just. So, how, were those the people who kind of influences? Where Where'd your influences come from to kind of do all this? Sure.
1: So, it's a mix of personal and professional. I I learned early on that number one, the best way to improve yourself is to surround yourself with people better than you. So, you know, when, when, when I over over the, the years, when I see a successful person, I want to tap their genius and, and pick their brain and learn as much. How do you do it? What makes you tick? You know, why are you doing it this way as opposed to that way? So just being a sponge and, and just you know, try to uh, attract myself to successful people as much as possible. Um, and then the other thing is I've been blessed to be helped by so many people. Now I want, now I'm at the stage of my career where I want to give back and, and, and be that resource to, to other people. So um, so I always will accept uh, an invitation to, to help someone, though. So, and, and that that's the concept of servant leadership. When, when I offer myself up in service to others, I get more out of it than they do, you know, because you know, they're bringing perspectives that I don't have. So uh, it, it's become a, a real core tenant of just the way I live my life. The, the more people I serve, the more I get out of life.
2: Oh, I love that. And so you, you mentioned a couple of people that have influenced you. And I heard you earlier mention some, mentioned some other uh, prominent authors and some great books. I heard you mentioned like Napoleon Hill, Think, Think Rich, Grow Rich. And yeah. um, I see that mentioned in some of the worksheets and other resources that you provide. So you know, are you was this book kind of a combination of some of the things that you've information and things that you've gathered from some of those books over the years and, and kind of meshed it all into one or are those influences yeah. or or you know to be from another point of view, is this just a more concise version of those getting straight to the point and helping, you know normal people who maybe don't want to sit around and read a 300 350 page book get right to the point and say let's take all of those concepts boil them down and deliver them yeah. to you in about 100 pages and, and be done yeah.
1: That- yeah yeah so i think the answer is yes to all those questions you know okay. so so yes i've i i've pulled from napoleon hills thinking grow rich you know from a strategic big picture standpoint i've pulled from stephen covey the 7 habits of highly effective people from from a you know tactical strategic standpoint, um, even more recently, things like uh, Brendan Bouchard with um, high performance habits and Hal Elrod his uh, Miracle Morning process. Um, so I give full credit you know to, to all of those resources that I've uh, capped over the years, but but at the same time. I'm not regurgitating all of those things. I'm I'm, I'm sharing pieces of it that that I use and I tweak it and have created it uh, as as my own process. Um, In a way, I'm not a rocket scientist. If it's too complicated, I'm not going to do it. And most folks won't do it. So I think that that the key to success for, for my process is to keep it simple and to keep it digestible and to break it down into small. Simple step by step processes that don't feel overwhelming on a daily and weekly basis. Because I talk, you know, for some people, if I ask them to create a, a mission statement for their life, that's, you know, that can be pretty intimidating for people. Mm-hmm. You want me to boil my whole life down into a mission statement? Give me a break. But I, so, so I talk through that process so that it feels realistic and, 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 it, and it is, uh, it's, it's doable but then once you do that you don't just sit that on the shelf like a dusty corporate strategic plan you got to do something with it and that's where the the the, the long term goals the mid range and the short term you know going from six plus years to 3 to 5 years i call short term goals my my 12 month you know one year goals but then even from there being able to take it down into quarterly semi annual you know monthly weekly and daily steps so that you're, you know, just you know, taking one or two steps a day. And, you know, Ryan, you talk about how you will know, look at that list in your wallet, you know, after a few months and you're like, wow, I actually accomplished all of these all of these things. Mm-hmm. I didn't hit all of them, and that's okay. If you don't hit all those goals, that's fine. The fact that you got half of them done, maybe you wouldn't have gotten any of them done if you hadn't started the list in the first place.
2: Sure. It's good yeah.
1: to- so kudos to you for getting those three things done. The other nine that are still on the list at the end of the year, what I would suggest people do is to go back to your mid-range and long-term goals and see if those short-term goals that you didn't accomplish, are they still relevant and could they still be helpful? Then put them on the top of the list for next year and then figure out a, a better way to get them, get, get them done.
0: Uh, that's great. And like, like I say, you've done such a great job taking this daunting task. We think about planning and putting like business plans together or your personal life plans, you've taken this daunting task and literally simplified it to a day-to-day thing. I think it's so helpful for people to people get started. And rather than saying, hey, what's your we ask people, like, what do you want 30 year old, what do you when do you want to retire? What's well, 35 years away? You know? So what let's talk about what we want to accomplish this week. I think it's I think it's so important to kind of break it down the way you have. Yeah. So kind of finishing up, what what are some other things about the book you want people to know or about this process or you like uh what do you want people to know?
1: Well, I think the, the the bottom line for me is that, you know, we, we, we talk, you know, you talk about how I've been blessed with with a lot of you know business executives in, in, in the community that that have supported me and championed this effort. But I think the bottom line is that this is something that can be useful for anybody, you know, not just a corporate CEO. You know, I mentioned you know, young people starting out in their career, you know, it's it's for anyone that is just looking to improve their their situation Uh, as long as you have that general attitude desire to improve your situation in life then that you've already taken the first step you know and then um the the next step after that would be to to figure out you know a a structure
0: to 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 move forward and and that's what the book tries to do that's great so last question greg you're in retire. You're in your first day of retirement. if You decide to retire. You're on a beach. You're playing your guitar. Sun's coming down. You look back on your career and your life. Do you like that? Do you guys like the way I picture that? I like. You know, I'm the picturing. Picture? Yeah.
2: I'm picturing. Yeah. He's wait, So he's playing the guitar on playing the beach guitar. In what, at, what song?
0: Great. What song? At sunset. About? We got now. We got the, to watch. Power, the, the power of love by Huey Lewis. There we you go. go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, power of love playing. You, are, you <laughs> have people around you watch, and you might be a rock star by then. <laughs> But you look back on your legacy. When you look back on your career and your life, what's the legacy you want to you you want to leave? You look back. What's what are some of the accomplishments when you look back? and Say you know I'm really proud of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's easy because my my personal mission statement is to be a successful servant. So if I if I look back at at my life, you know whether whether that's tonight or in fifty years. Uh, I will have been successful if if I served people and helped them grow.
0: I love it. So so one last time, Greg, so where can people go find this awesome book?
1: The book is available on Amazon, and I'd be happy to share the link
0: with you. Awesome. We'll do that, Greg. Well, we can't thank you enough. We know how busy you are, and we're just so appreciative of you to be on here today with us. Uh, We know we're using your process. It's fantastic. Uh, We recommend anybody go out buy the book. Is, it's, 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 a, it's worth a read. It's, it's fantastic. And just congrats, Greg, on all the success and everything you've done in your career. You've made such a you know a bright light on my life and I know a lot of many others. So just thank you for all that you do. Um, and thanks everybody for listening this week. Make sure you subscribe to us on all uh, major podcasts and watch us on YouTube and have a great week. Awesome. Thanks.